As I journey as a Christian, I realize that being a Christian has a very basic and simple formula. The formula is easy. We just need to listen to Jesus Christ. It's the actions and the commitment that come with it that become real difficult in what we have to do. I also enjoy at this particular time in my, for myself that I like to name each Sunday, like last week was the Good Shepherd Sunday. To me, this Sunday is called Follow Me Sunday and Follow Me with Love. I think that's what it really means to me. And what happens is we're told today that God gives us, that Jesus gives us a new commandment. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. All will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Jesus lives the way of love. His love changes others. One of the things I regret about the English language is the fact that it has one word, love, to describe so many different emotions. You know, the Greeks were a lot wiser than us in some things, and they had four or five words that describe love, one of each one of the different emotions that we have. So I think it's real important, and we listen close to that particular gospel, and we find out what Jesus' definition of love really is. And I think when I work with married couples, and I work with engaged couples, I try to define love as being all that you can do to help the person that you love to get to heaven. That to me is what love really is. Doing everything we can to do all we can to be able to help the person we say we love to be able to get to heaven. And I think in marriage couple, the husband and wife need to do this together with each other. And I think we see this in Jesus's relationships. And as we read the different stories about Jesus and his understanding, we really see what love really is about when he says, love is what it's all about. Now today what happens is we need to understand that we begin the journey today, each and every one of us, with baptism. When we made our commitment and we were committed by our parents, if we were cradle back Catholics, when we were committed, we were committed to baptism, to a new way of life, to a new spiritual growth, to all that we would have when we traveled through this particular life. And I think we can see that in the Acts of the Apostles as we watch Paul and Barnabas travel on their adventure. And what happens is in their adventure of dealing with all the people and all the events. But today, let's look at the little specific events that take place with Paul and Barnabas. For Paul and Barnabas, what today is all about is Today is about telling people about the story of Jesus Christ. Telling people the story of what took place and what transpired. And they physically traveled from city to city. And today, when they give you the talk that's given today, it's in Antioch as they're about ready to finish their travels together and what they're doing. And I think some of the things that are important to realize when they're traveling and being able to get the message out is to look and see how they begin in each town to form groups together and try to be able to get those groups and their relationships to really practice love. Today, for example, what happens is in each town they go, they appoint elders. 
And what happens is they always come together with those elders and they pray and they fast. And when the group comes together, they also exchange with each other the message of Jesus Christ and all that they saw and believed and experienced with Jesus Christ in their life. Whoa, isn't that what Sunday Mass is? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? We're supposed to be able to come here and our responsibility is to look at the elders who have been formed to help us to be able to guide us in our formation process to continue on our journey and to help each and every one of us to realize the necessity of prayer and fasting and almsgiving and the things that we have to do to be able to help those that we are in relationship to be able to make sure that we create love and show love and experience love in all that we do. This is what God tries to give us all the time. And what happens is, we say that what happens is from John's reading, John, a little word that struck me when I did read John's reading was, God's dwelling is in each and every one of us. How many times have we been told that we're in the image and likeness of God? And what happens is just like God breathed life into that clay and created humans, he breathed life into all of us, into our souls. And each and every one of us in our souls must do everything we can to make sure that God is dwelling within us. And if God is dwelling within us, then we can follow the message that comes to us in the gospel. God tells us that what happens is we need to follow the rules of life to be able to help each other and to grow in love with each other. You know, this is a very complicated world that we live in in the human race. It's very simple to talk about loving someone. I used to have a pastor that used to talk on this Sunday, and he used to tell everybody, it's very simple to love people. It's hard to like them. Uh, it was the thought that came to mind an awful lot of times, because a lot of times they really are good people, and you love them, and you know they're in the image of God. But some of their actions get off track into what they're doing. We see this sometimes in our own home. We see this in school life with children that take place. We see this in, in our jobs. We see this almost everywhere we go. We see this here in church. And what we have to do is we have to understand that the new commandment that gives God has given to us to love one another as I have loved you is a challenge. And we need to move slow in our life, just like he taught the disciples to be able to make sure that we are doing all we can in a slow pace to be able to love people and to be able not to fly off the handle in rage or with other emotions and do the things that have to be done. And in our daily actions, to slow down before we do those actions, to make sure they're actions that are going to produce the right effect in people's lives, not something that's personal or pride within each and every one of us ourselves. You know, Paul and Barnabas showed the way that we're supposed to go out and give that message. And it's called evangelization. And I think we all know that the new term of evangelization in the Catholic Church by Paul VI is not just going to tell people who don't, have never heard about Jesus Christ who Jesus Christ is and the story of Jesus Christ. Paul VI told us the message is also to go to Catholics who are not practicing, go to family members in our own families who need to hear the message and in life and all that needs to be done. It's a lot more complicated than traveling from town to town. It's the people right around us in our own 
lives and in our daily meetings. We need to practice that evangelization. And we, it's not traveling, it's not all the hardships that Paul and them experienced. Because when we hear that word evangelization and we hear Paul and Barnabas and all the missionaries and all the traveling they do, we start saying, I can't do that. That's too complicated. I can't go out in the world and travel like that. No, but we can practice evangelization with the people that are in our life each and every day, not only by word, but also by action. We need to make sure that they understand the story of Jesus Christ. They understand the relationship Jesus Christ had with his disciples and the relationship that Jesus Christ has with us. And we need to make sure that when we talk about this, we speak from the heart so people can see our sincerity and our truth in the message that we're delivering. Remember, when we think about God, God is beautiful, God is splendid, God is of peace, God is very truthful, he's holy, and we need to remember all that. And we know from the resurrection and from the message that was given to us that this is our path to join him in eternal life. I've said this a number of times to you. The first question I answered in the catechism when I was in school in first, second, and third grade, what's the first question? Okay, to know, love, and serve God in this world and to join him in the next. That becomes our message. And then we have to be able to spread that message to the hearts of all people. If this message could truthfully spread, we would not see some of the things that are taking place in our society in this day and age, in our world in this day and age, in our own community in this day and age, some of the things that are going on. We are also never supposed to give up on people. Once again, it's easy to love them, hard sometimes to like them. And that's because the actions that they're doing sometimes need to be let known to them that those actions are incorrect and those actions are wrong. And try to be able to get those actions while they're small and correct them. That's why the church puts so much emphasis on the domestic church, on the family and how important the family is. The greatest thing that we can do here on earth is to belong to God. The greatest thing that we can do belonging to God is to do everything we can to be joyous, to have strength, to have meek, and to have love, and to make actions to be able to make sure that we build strong relationships with each other. I still like my definition of love. All we can to make sure that the person that we love, we do to help them to be able to get to heaven. This, to me, is what we're all about.